Jesus uses a wonderful metaphor taken from the Hebrew scriptures. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. A stone house in Jesus' day and in the day of the psalmist when they wrote these words, a stone house was an important house. They were building an important house. And so they went to the quarry and they looked at each rock, observed each rock and chose which ones will be in the most important places and which more inferior stones will be in the least important places as they're building this, this house. And you can imagine that these builders looked at this one stone that looked so inferior, so useless, that they tossed it away. They weren't going to use it, not even in the least important part of the house. But then when they start to build, for some reason, they end up taking a second look at that very stone and they end up using it as the cornerstone, the most important stone, the stone by which all of the other stones uh, are located. This metaphor is the metaphor that he uses as a summary of this parable, the parable uh, of uh, wine dressers, uh, hired hands, who uh, kill the, 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 the one who ends up being the heir of the vineyard. And of course, that is a metaphor for, for Jesus. Jesus is the stone rejected by the builders, the Pharisees and the scribes, the leaders of the Israelite people. He's the stone that's rejected by the builders, which becomes the very cornerstone of our faith. The same story plays itself out in the first reading of the story of Joseph, uh, Joseph and his brothers. His brothers are those who reject this stone, the stone of Joseph. And as you know the story in the Old Testament, what happens to Joseph? He becomes, if you will, the vice president of the country of Egypt. He becomes the assistant to the Pharaoh, and he ends up being literally the savior of what will become the Israelite people. So again, we have this stone rejected becoming the cornerstone. I think the message to you and me is very clear here that God comes in manifestations in ways that look very inferior to us, that look very useless to us, so much so that we toss out the manifestation of God rather than uh, than, than embracing that manifestation. But if we were to take a second look like those builders, we might see God's presence in the very thing that we've tossed out. And so, thank goodness we have Lent, because Lent is all about second looks. Lent is all about taking a second look at your life, at the things you've embraced that perhaps you should let go of, the things you've rejected that perhaps you should embrace. So the question then is, is there, is there an idea, is there a plan, is there an activity, is there, is there an opportunity, is there a criticism, is there a challenge, is there a person that you've tossed out as the stone rejected that perhaps God is hoping and let you take a second look and maybe embrace because it's the very voice of God in your life. 